0: Welcome to another episode of Two P's on a Podcast. Counting down movies, music, TV, and pop culture. One top five at a time. And now, here are the two P's.
1: The way my blue eyes shined But those Georgia stars To shame that night They said that's a lie and Just a boy in a Chevy truck That had a tendency Of getting stuck On back roads at night And I was right there beside
2: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another episode of Two Peas on A Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Very excited for the episode this week. Well, for many reasons, but namely because of the guest I have on, because it's been way too effing long since this lady has joined me, but she has been on before. It's probably, geez, I should have looked it up, Hannah, but I want to say maybe a year and a half ago you came on, and we did boy band songs.
0: Such a how, good episode.
2: How fun was that? I wonder if there would be any crossover with this list. <laughs> but you're back, and we're doing songs again. We're doing music again. So that that also makes me very excited. I love doing the music episodes because on my show, they kind of like pop up here and there. <laughs> like, they're like, every few months there's a music episode. It's like, usually it's dominated by movies on this show, which yeah. of course I love as well. But I love going into songs. I love going into music and kind of researching lists and making playlists and Here we are again. Hannah from Boozy Movies, a good friend of mine on social media online, and she's been on the show before, but she's back after a long hiatus. How are you? Welcome back.
0: I'm good. It's good to be back. It's funny that we've only done song countdowns as two movie people. um, (laughs) It is weird, but we'll get there one day.
2: Yeah, it is strange. I I guess I should stop pitching you music topics. You're probably (laughs) I love it.
1: I think it's great.
2: you're probably like, he, he knows I like movies, right? <laughs> um,
0: it's no problem at all. I love it. But why, don't,
2: why don't you tell everybody what the countdown is in your own words? What are we going to be talking about tonight?
0: Yeah. So initially when we were thinking of ideas, you, you pitched the idea of names in songs, which I thought mm-hmm. was great because there's a ton of selection. And mm-hmm. then when I got to writing down my list, it was like, wait a minute. Are we talking a singular name? Are we talking like like a one name? Are we talking like a whole phrase with a name in it? So then we kind of narrowed it down. All right, like just a name. Yeah. And I thought that would be really hard. But then as I went through, I was like, wow, there's actually Mm -hmm. a lot of great songs.
2: Not hard. I'm actually, I was going to tell you, and I'll ask about your research as well. But for me, it was tough because I'm kind of like concerned because I have so many <laughs> and I I don't know if you know but or if you recall but I narrow myself to 10 so I'm only going to do five and five honorables so right. I I can only mention 10 songs tonight but I have probably 35 in front oh, of me wow. right here wow. I know my top I know my top three I, they're pretty like as soon as I was thinking about this topic those were pretty locked in yep so we're doing our favorite songs that feature a name in the title um Hannah, you and I talked a little bit about getting super, super meta and just doing a name. Right. Or or is it a name with like other words included? So d- how deep did you... How hard-lined were you? Are, are all of yours <laughs> just names or...
0: Mine are just names. Some right. of them have first and last names. But That's there fine. are no other yeah. words. Like it's solely names or bust for mine.
2: <laughs> all right. I have, you know what, I did that too. I was like, I'm gonna do that. I know Hannah's gonna do that. So I did that too, but there's one song, and it's so ironic. It's not my number one, however, but it's the song that made me think of this topic. Interesting. So so I was like, I have to fucking include this song. But it does have (laughs) one other word, okay? But it's like an adverb or like an injunction or a conjunction. It's not like a like a word word. So, I'm just yeah. bear with me, Hannah. Okay. Let's just figure this out. I have but one I, of
0: those as well. And I, I got to sh- share a quick anecdote. So, I went down to check my mail before, right before this, and I heard a song. And, like, they play instrumental versions of like classic hits in our mm-hmm. lobby. And I heard one, and I was like, this is a name song. It was like oh really God. weird, and I don't want to share what it was yet, because it might yeah. be on your list or, or my list, but I will share it after, and I was like, oh, that's so weird, but I guess uh, they're kind of, as our research showed, they're kind of all over the place, so I guess it's not too crazy.
2: Well, but this song's going to... Yeah, that's true. That happened to me the other day, too, with the, with the movie list I was doing. We were doing... Actually, you would love this one. It's not out yet. Uh, we just recorded it, but it's uh, LA movies, movies that Ooh. take place in Los Angeles, and that happened to me because my wife was like, what about this, this, this? I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, I can't believe I forgot <laughs> about all those. And they just creep themselves in and they start shaking up your list, you know. seriously. And this one's no different, but it'll come up on my list. So I'll talk about it when we get there. But it was a few months ago and I've heard this song count like thousands of times. But it had been a long time since I had heard it. And mm-hmm. I was listening to like this random Spotify playlist in my car and the song came on. And I'm like, you know, I wonder how many songs, because this was a girl's name. I was like, I wonder how many songs the girl's name. And I get home from driving in that on that trip and mm-hmm. I start Googling. And there's literally like a thousand. So many. Popular ones. And beyond popular, there's probably even more. And then you get into like dudes' names and you get into like more than one name. You get into first and last names, like what you were talking about. And it's just like. Countless. So I'm like, I want to do this countdown. And I put it down in my notes of like future shows. And Hannah, I thought of you. I'm like, what do you think about this? And here you are. So, I
0: appreciate that. I'm excited about it.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. So we're going to do our top five songs featuring names. And uh, me and Hannah are just going straight up names. I guess I cheated a little bit on one of mine. <laughs> but when I say it, you guys are going to be like, oh, no, that counts. Or at least I hope you will.
0: All right. Fair. All
2: right. All right. So we're going to take a quick promo break here in the beginning, Hannah, after our intro. And when we come back, we're going to get into our top five eponymous songs. You like that big word? I love I
0: it. So fancy.
2: No idea what it means. I've told. <laughs> I've been told that that's what this is, but I don't know. So we'll be back in just a minute. We'll get into the list. Okay?
0: Cool. Cool.
2: Hello listeners, did you know that there is a lot more content where this episode came from? As you may know, we are an independent podcast and we rely on donations in order to keep going. Over on our Patreon site, you will find several ways to stretch your dollar. I am currently producing six exclusive series that you can only get there. They include popular ones such as My First Time and 100 G-Tunes. You'll also get regular main top five episodes just like this one super early, often weeks in advance. For as little as $1, you can help the show continue. Just visit us over at patreon.com two peas on a pod, or you can check the show notes for this very episode. Now let's get back to the countdown. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm so excited. Hannah from Boozy Movies is here. She's going to tell you where to find her show when it hopefully comes makes its triumphant return here in the near future? Is that right, Hannah? Or no?
0: <laughs> That's true. We uh, we kind of took a hiatus. I yeah. got a new job over at IMDb, which is like a movie nerds dream yeah. and then uh, my co-host Julia is actually in film school which is really cool uh, so between the two of us we're kind of like uh, we don't really have time for this right now um, I do uh, however have time to of course guest on Gerald's amazing show <laughs> um, but yeah we're, we're this is going to sound very millennial of us but we're, we're on TikTok we're kind of just doing that for now it's like short form okay. content really easy to bust out so you can find us at Boozy Movie Show on that platform until we're, we're ready to make our grand and back into podcasting.
2: Hell yeah, and I'll make sure to get all that info from you so I can put it in the show notes too. You know my daughter does TikTok.
0: <gasps> really? I love <laughs> so maybe,
2: it. Maybe she could point me. I, I don't know. I don't have the app. I'll have to figure it out, but I, for you I'll do it. I'll figure it <sighs> out and Thank I'll you. follow you, and Julia, and, and and uh give you some Do they do thumbs up or double They tap do so like hearts,
0: do you know. Okay,
2: yeah. We'll do that. All right. Yeah. I got I got you. I'll take care of you. So <laughs> <Perfect. laughs> here for Boozy Babies. <laughs> And a really fun list. We're going to be doing our top five songs featuring names in the title. I'm very, very excited to see what you decided to do for your top five, Hannah. Yeah. So why don't you get us started? What would be your number five?
0: All right. So my number five comes off of an album, which is one of my favorite albums ever, uh, partially because of like the time it came out, partially because I saw this album performed in concert and it was phenomenal. Um, and partially because it's by one of my, albeit insane, but my fa- one of my favorite artists, who's Kanye West. So the song that I chose for number five is Otis, which okay. is by Jay-Z and Kanye West. And the reason I chose it is because it's off Watch the Throne, which is mm-hmm. just a phenomenal album um, altogether. And I must have played it a thousand times when it came out uh, and actually had the pleasure of going to that concert. And it was just like, so great, like the ego on Kanye is just astronomical. The songs were, ah, were, uh, there was just unreal. And I picked the song obviously because it's got Otis after Otis Redding, but it's got mm-hmm. "Try a Little Tenderness" sampled in there. It's a really great beat. Like a lot of people, if you're a Kanye fan, would would echo the the sounds of like the College Dropout that album. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of my favorite albums from him. And that song is just the replayability on it is is very high so that that's my number five spot
2: I invented sweat, popping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab. Proof. I guess I got my swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. Hugh Blows, or the big face Rolly, I got two of those. Arm out the window through the city, I'm a slow. slope. Cut back, snap back, see my cut through the
1: holes. Damn, Ho. hey, easy and Hope, where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless, stuck, man. I adopted these niggas, Philip them now I'm about to make them tuck their whole summer in. They say I'm crazy, but I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me cause I pulled up in my other bins. Last week I was in my other, other bins. All your diamonds up cause we in this bitch yeah. another Photo
2: shoot fresh. Looking like wealth. I'm about to call a paparazzi on myself. Uh. All right, so it's a great tune, great song, an amazing album. I can remember I was with you as far as like bumping that album nonstop. I remember when it came out and I got it. I got it more for Jay Z, but I mean, I do, I do respect Kanye, uh, especially back in those days. But I remember getting it. I just like played it for like ever, like, for like a month straight. It was like all I played. Uh, it was back when I had the physical disc you know what i mean yeah but well i guess i have to ask you about kanye just like his public persona i mean yeah. think? i mean are you is he he's kind of falling going off the deep end there a little bit lately yeah he's, or no
0: he's definitely going off the deep end i feel like i've always had a soft spot for him and i feel yeah. like part of it is because i, I really truly think he has a mental illness and just won't seek help for it and so yeah granted he said some really stupid things and um you can't really can't really defend that for (laughs) for years and years but i just i think like the music he makes is so great i think he's a great producer i think he is a great rapper i I love all of his albums like regardless I, i just his discography is so unique and i love him
2: I do, too. I, you know, I love him as an artist as well, but I think he he falls into that classic argument that we've been getting a lot of the last few years where it's like the art versus the artist. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to get, like, super deep on tonight's episode, but, I mean, generally speaking, I feel like he would fit in that conversation because if you're just looking at the creativity side and the art that he's putting out, uh, the mu- even when even before he was making his own music when he was a producer, I mean, the beats that he was creating and those kinds of things were really influential in hip-hop. Right. And I agree with you. I think he's a genius in that realm. Uh, but then when you look at the stuff with him like in Trump's Oval Office and like all the <laughs> right. weird shit he's been saying, it's like Bro. Yeah. So it's just a different <laughs> it's just different. You have to look at it differently. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah,
0: I think so too. But I also think like it's 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 a weird bucket of people, right? Because like there's there's Kanye who's just a little bit crazy and wacko, and then there's like a Kevin Spacey or a Marilyn Manson who's like done right. these like really shitty, awful things.
1: Right. Um
0: right. and so it's hard to bucket him in those, that group of like, it's tough degenerates, yeah. but it's also mm-hmm. like, eh, maybe, like, might be yeah, warranted it, in cer- su- certain circumstances.
2: But, uh, not to cloud your pick, because I think it's a great pick, and I love that album, Watch the Throne, and, uh, great pick. Otis is a tune that I'm glad you named, actually, because I haven't heard that one in, in quite a while, so I'll be excited to re listen to that when I edit the episode. Now, <laughs> my number five is like <laughs> literally the opposite of Kanye West, okay? Uh, <laughs> Now I've got a couple throwbacks on here, so if you haven't heard them, I don't really want to sing on tonight's episode, Hannah, but if needed, uh, let me know. Okay. So it was a one-hit wonder for a band called Looking Glass from 1972. The song is called Brandy.
0: Yes, that's such a okay. good song.
2: Alright, you know it, thank God.
1: <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a boy on a Western Bay and it serves.
2: So, "Brandy" is a song. You know, "You're a Fine Girl" in parentheses is is a song um, that just it tells a story, man. And I really, really love just the feel good emotion in the song, but also how it like paints a picture and you can kind of see it as you're listening to it. It's mm-hmm. a really visual. It's a really visual song, which is weird. Uh, But it just tells a story of like this girl who, or woman who's a barmaid or perhaps a waitress in this restaurant or bar that's on the coast, and all these sailors and uh, seamen come in to to her place. You know when they when they port when they're in the harbor and they meet her and she's very charismatic and they flirt with her and they have a great time with her, but they have to leave. You know because their love and their lady is the sea. So she can never find anyone to be with. It's just all these all these sailors kind of coming in and out, you know. And it tells a very vivid story, and I can see I can see that, you know. I can see her working there and carrying the tray around with the drinks on it, and it's just beautifully told. I feel like, and it's just, I can't believe it's a one hit wonder because I feel like it's such a great song. It's also been used, you might know, in in some great uh, scenes in movies. There's <laughs> a really funny scene in the Charlie's Angels film when Tom Green is. Uh, (laughs) with with Drew Barrymore and he's singing it uh, hugging hugging his boat as it's like sinking or whatever (laughs) but yeah Brandy you're a fine girl you know what a good wife you would be uh, what do you think you, you're a fan of this one have you heard this one in a while or no
0: yeah I feel like for, for whatever reason so I have like an oldies playlist on my Spotify and I feel like for whatever reason this one is always just on the shuffle like within the first three songs so <laughs> that, but I'm not mad about it I totally agree with you it's like a super visual song I love the way you describe that and you know, I think the popularity kind of came back with like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. Yeah, um, that's another
2: one I was going to mention. Too, and I, yeah.
0: I actually think that this song had a an impact on the popularity of the name Brandy, like in the 70s. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like this amazing. It wasn't number one by all the moms, but it was definitely had a huge impact on how many people named their their kid Brandy. And I think part of that is just the, the visual representation of, of the name. And it wasn't. It also was just, like, a nice, wholesome story. Like, she's just, like, this lady on the sea. Like, she's just it's a good time.
2: She's just a working girl. Exactly.
0: You know? I love yeah. it.
2: Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much. So that's my number five, Brandy by Looking Glass. And I let me just make sure I'm not lying to you. Yeah, that is my oldest the oldest song on my list from 1972. Okay. All right, so you had Otis at number 5. What is your number 4, Hannah?
0: All right, so I'm going even older <laughs>
2: for this one. Oh, um, wow. Okay.
0: This is from the 60s. I don't quote me on the actual year cuz I don't I didn't look it up, but Okay. I went with Eleanor Rigby for my number 4.
1: Mackenzie writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear no one comes near look at him working nodding his socks in the night when there's nobody there what does he care all the lonely people where
0: do they all come from of course by the Beatles and yeah. this was Pretty, pretty old from the album *Revolver*, which is great album. Um, but I'm a big Beatles fan. I know. I feel like some people, regardless of how famous the Beatles are and like how everybody knows them, I feel like I always meet people that are like very anti or very pro Beatles. Yeah,
2: what um, is that? I agree with you. What is I, that? I, I don't know. I, I don't know where that comes from because, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I agree with you that it's just crazy to me how if you rewind the clock you know i don't know 15 20 years like everybody loved the beatles every or at least would be like yes they changed music yes i respect their discography whatever but like in the last like 15 years that's really become clouded to where like you could meet anybody today and they could be like oh they suck i hate them And I'm like, when did that when did that happen? Like, it's still the Beatles. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I agree with you. That's so strange to me.
0: No, I mean, it's just always been a a mystery. And we're we're a big Beatles house over here. So but yeah, this one just came to my mind pretty quickly. I feel like it's it's a great song. It's a, a timeless song. There's there's a lot of sadness in it that I feel mm-hmm. like they, again like we're talking about visual or like very just emotional songs and I feel like this is one of them and I've just always loved it. It's one of my favorite Beatles songs and it just happened to have a name in it. So it worked out perfectly.
2: Yeah. So you don't have more than one Beatles do you on your list? I don't. Okay. I so. could
0: have but I do not.
2: Well, Penny Lane almost made my list. So that's why, uh, I, was ask, that's why yeah. I was asking you ahead of time. It did not, though. It got bumped out as all these other freaking songs started coming <laughs> into my mind. But I really did want to find a way to kind of squeeze the Beatles in because and Penny Lane would have been the one for me. But uh, Eleanor Rigby, it, it's also a, it's a more mature Beatles tune as well. Like for They sure. had matured in their um, musicality at that point, I feel like.
0: Yeah, and I album. I think if I was allowed to to add words, "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" definitely would have made an appearance on my list, but I, sure. I felt like I was cheating, so I I didn't yeah. include that. But um, that that one through my mind as well.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Also, you're right. I mean, come on, it's the Beatles. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, so good pick. My number four is a song that I assume you know. It's from the '80s, from 1982. John Cougar Mellencamp's "Jack and Diane." Oh yeah. I kind of doubled up here, so if we were playing categories, I get double points. <laughs> <laughs> I got two names, but you obviously know this tune.
0: I do, and yeah. that is that was in my top probably 10 or maybe 12. Oh, okay. Little ditty about
1: Jack and Diane, two American kids growing up in the heartland. Jackie gonna be a football star. Diane's debutante backseat of Jackie's car. On it chilly dog Outside to taste freeze Diane sitting on Jackie's lap Got his hands between her knees Jackie say hey Diane Let's run off behind the shade of trees Dribble off those Bobby Brooks lap, Let me do what I please Say Oh yeah Life goes on Long after the thrill Of living is gone Say of living is
0: gone the walk on. didn't make my top five but yeah it's a it's a great song super catchy and thanks to jessica simpson sampling it my generation totally knows oh, the yeah. beat at the very least
2: <laughs> oh yeah i've forgotten about that actually <laughs> yeah you know we were a big john cougar john john cougar melon camp john melon camp is actually he didn't take on the cougar till after this album was released in 82 but john Mellencamp was big in my household because my dad was uh, really really into country music and he was really really into like southern rock music Mm -hmm. so when john cougar Mellencamp started kind of rising to fame he was both right like he really merged country and rock beautifully and he he kind of really created a genre honestly at least in the 80s where it was popularized and he was hitting the charts and doing all these things that the bands that were necessarily quote-unquote better perhaps weren't weren't able to do and he was able to kind of break that that mold and my dad loved him and because of that i had a connection to it i mean there was a ton of songs that you know pink houses uh, small town uh, cherry bomb i mean we were just my dad was spinning the vinyl records in our house and i can just remember jack and diane Very vividly because, again, it's a very visual story that's being told about these two characters that are trying to, you know, have this kind of, quote unquote, forbidden love in high school. Uh, And he just tells the story great. I mean, it's, you know, he's been quoted as saying it's a love ballad about these two people. And also what I found when I was researching Hannah, which was interesting to me, and I actually didn't know that until the last few days. But I guess John Mellencamp had originally written that song about an interracial relationship. Oh, wow. And it was supposed to kind of tell that you know kind of hardship back in the '80s of of being in an inter- interracial relationship, mm. especially especially of high school age. And the studio leaned on him to change the kind of narrative of the song, and so that's why Jack in the song is only referred to as a football star because I guess there were lyrics in there that alluded to that he was a black man, uh, and they kind of made him kind of change it to to be on the record. So I found that interesting too that back in 82 John Cougar was you know trying to kind of tell this important story through music so
1: right
2: ja- yeah Jack and Diane for me so go back and listen to it guys
0: yeah that's a really solid pick also of course they did like come on dude yeah, right. like that would have been so more impactful I feel like but not uh, not no. that it's a bad song at all but i I also read that He said it was like really hard to record with the band. Apparently, like the stopping and starting was super confusing for the band, which is so (laughs) crazy to me. Because when you listen to the beat, it's like the easiest beat ever. (laughs) But yeah, kind of wild. Man, the 80s were a crazy time. What a time (sighs) to be alive.
2: Yeah, the 80s. We thought 2020 was crazy. (laughs) The 82s. I don't know what they were doing. So Jack and Diane's my number four, and uh, so far. By the way, I should have asked at the top. Do you think we'll have any crossover? This is such an eclectic list, right? I mean, there's yeah. a million. We I, can't have crossover. I don't, I think we don't
0: will. know. I do know that <laughs> when you ask me this, the three, the top three. So you usually post in your Facebook group, like, "Hey guys, like, we're what are your favorite things?" And yeah. you and I both were like, "Wow, none of our top three none, are on there."
2: None. Um, Eventually, one of mine got mentioned
0: interesting um
2: and I haven't said it yet but okay. yeah I, one of my and I'm talking about in my top 10 one of my songs got mentioned in the fan group that I'm aware of wow. we'll go back and we'll go back and look at it at the end of the episode but I'm like holy shit. <laughs> um they also had in their in in fairness they also had a little bit more of a broad brief because they were just a name in the title so to be fair me and you did names specifically so all right so where you at on your number three over there Hannah what do you got
0: Okay, so this was tough because I basically narrowed it down to these three and then I kind of had to arrange them in order and I think I got it right in my own mind. So this one's actually a cover. It's probably one of my favorite covers ever and it's by Amy Winehouse and that would be Valerie. Um, Holy
2: shit. Oh my God, (laughs) this is my number three. Oh no. Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> There's like literally a 17 million songs.
0: Great minds think alike. Dude, I feel uh, like go ahead. Maybe, I'll we go, maybe we'll go three for three on the last three.
1: And I think of all the things, what you're doing, and in my head.
2: Back on you, but this is one of the first three that came to my mind, and it stayed in my top three. So, but you go ahead and talk about it. Why do you love it?
0: This song's phenomenal. I feel like I, I really didn't. App- I, I wouldn't say I appreciated Amy Winehouse like while she was alive. Um, I didn't know really much about her, and then <laughs> I'm so sorry for this. Everybody who's listening, but I like first heard the song on Glee, and it was covered on Glee. Naya Rivera, who sadly died last year as well because 2020 is awful she just said this great cover um but then i went back and listened to amy winehouse's also cover version of the song and it's just so good i i mean her and mark ronson combined in this this hit just made like such a banger and i Find myself listening to it over and over and over again. I don't have a whole lot to add to that. I just think like it's such a well-made song and so well-constructed and so well sang and it it reached the, the top three spot for my list.
2: Yeah, I, well, obviously I agree with you. It's my number three as well. So I'll just I mean, you said it beautifully, but you know, one thing I'll say is just the artistry and the talent uh, for Amy Whitehouse is inherent. I mean, she was. I would literally venture to say she was born with it and and meant to, you know, write songs and sing songs and, you know, being a member of the 27 Club is just tragic. I mean, she died at the age of 27. You know, drugs and alcohol really befell her, and I don't know if you've seen the documentary Amy, but with this song, I, I want to say I heard it there first, but I've also read it. But her track for Valerie that she did for Mark Ronson is one take. That's that's the take. So what we hear, what what is recorded and what's on his album, and you know what the popular version of that song is, is that's it. She came in the studio. Uh, Ruber has it, drunk, and she sang that song, which is what we now have laid down on uh, forever. So I I think that just kind of lends to my point that like she was just this, uh, she just embodied artistry, and she just had so much to say, and it it wasn't taught to her. She just it was self taught. You know, she just kinda of learned it through experience and she grew up way too fast and obviously and she left us way, way too fast. But if you go back, you know, I guess the only difference between what you said and what I'm saying is that, you know, I did get on to her really early because my sister was a huge fan of hers and my sister mm-hmm. got to see her got to see her live, which I think which to this day I'm envious of. But she said, You gotta check I mean, you gotta hear this girl because She's a young, I mean, I want to say when my sister saw her, she was maybe 24, 25 years old. Oh, wow. And she's like, you got to hear her. You know, she's younger than we are, but she sounds like she's singing in the 1960s, like girl groups, like doo-wop.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like, what? Like, what are you fuck are you talking about? That sounds weird, you know? <laughs> and then uh, she had this album called Frank, which was her first, like, EP. And my sister played it for me. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. And then when Back to Black came out, I mean, I was already sold from my sister introducing me to her. When Back to Black came out, oh, man, it was, like, literally the greatest album I'd ever heard in my life. Like, I literally couldn't listen to anything else for, like, (laughs) six months. Uh, So I've always been a huge fan of hers, her songwriting, her ability to capture, like, an older time, a more pure time. She's singing about modern issues, but it just sounds... So like 1950s mm-hmm. in, the, in in the sound, and she did that with Valerie too. You know this, like you mentioned, this was a cover from a British band called the Zutons, which they had just released that year. <laughs> they were an indie rock band, and she wow. was a fan of, a fan of theirs. And she was like, I want to do this song or whatever. And uh, you know, Mark Ronson had asked her to collaborate. And she said, What if I do Valerie by the Zutons? And he's like, What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> And like I said, she came to the studio, recorded it, and ten minutes later, they had the song down. That was it. So, yeah, I agree with you. You know, there'll be a little clip on the episode for everyone. But if for some reason you have not heard Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson's uh, version of Valerie, please go look it up immediately. A great, great tune. So I'm lockstep there with you, Hannah. Can't can't get much better than that. No, so that look was at us. that was uh, your number three. That's my number three, Valerie. And that leads us to our runner ups. I cannot believe we crossed over on the same number even. I wonder where we're going. <laughs> does that happen mean?
0: a lot on your. Like, does that happen?
2: It happens a lot? occasionally. It happens occasionally with movies. But what I was thinking with this list, Hannah, is I was thinking there are so many options. Right. And I mean, you know, not for nothing, but me and you are pretty. There's a pretty big age gap, right? I mean, I'm 40. I'm going to be 46. How old are you? Or if I can ask.
0: 29.
2: Yeah, much younger, right? So I felt like, I don't know. It wasn't as, you know, specific of a niche. I thought there might be. I don't know. I didn't think there'd be any crossover. It really excites me, though, because I, I love that because I love Amy Winehouse. So it really excites me. Yeah. All right. So what's, what's your runner up? What do you got at number two?
0: Oh, man. OK, so all 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 of mine, I'm just going to throw it out there. My top three are all women names, which, as you said, mm. there's like a billion of these. These also happen to be three of my favorite songs, which I wasn't really expecting when we started this because there are definitely name songs, right? But like, I wasn't thinking like, oh, these are like three of my favorites. Like names or not, they're just phenomenal songs. And so this one, I I swapped it with one and two for a while, but I landed here. Um, And this is Jolene by Dolly Parton. That's my number two. Um,
2: (laughs) I can't. I can't with you. I can't. (laughs) I can't, I, I'm almost going to end the recording. I can't believe it. This is so eerie. All right. I want you to talk about <laughs> Jolene by Dolly Parton. Okay? Oh no, it's teared up two uh, also? Be, no, but there's going to be a plot twist, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: okay. Jolene, 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 Jolene.
0: I, I I just love this song. I feel like it's super timeless. Um, there's been so many covers of it, and I love hearing it no matter who's doing it. But I think Dolly just did it the best, and it's so interesting to me. I think she's such a talented songwriter, and just on, honestly all around is a phenomenal human being, which I love. And i this song was apparently inspired because she went to like a bank and there was like a clerk flirting with her husband and she was like i'm gonna write a song about this which i love it just is like such a woman thing to do but it's it's so catchy it's it's really timeless i think it tells a story of just feeling inferior and jealous and like that just classic feeling that you get and I, I absolutely love it. So this is my my number two spot.
2: Well, I love it as well. Uh, I don't want to get too much into the conversation because I'm going to be talking a little bit about Jolene here in a few minutes. But I think, it, <laughs> I think it's a great pick. I, I will say that I agree with you that Dolly Parton is a goddamn like queen on the mountaintop. I mean, she's an absolute so goddess. You know, songwriting. Just an icon. I mean, she's an icon. I mean, there's so many, or I should say there's so few, living icons and she's one of them in my in my opinion so.
0: I totally agree and if anyone is listening not even to distract you from this amazing podcast but if you haven't heard Dolly Parton's America it is mm-hmm. so so good Um, right. and if you didn't know anything about her you will learn to love her just like we do.
2: Okay great I actually haven't heard that I have to check that out but I do love her. Alright so that's your number two Jolene by Dolly Parton that was uh, 1974 I believe by the way just so you know. <laughs> just in
1: case
2: just in case you need the timestamp on that all right so my number two is the reason that this list is here it's the reason we're doing this show to be honest because i was listening to this in my car a couple months ago i've heard it a million times and i'm like i wonder how many songs there are with female names yeah and obviously there's a ton (laughs) it's just what we're talking about but it's steve perry and it's a song called oh sherry all right so, I oh, what is that, an injunction or a conjunction, right? So that's not a word. <laughs> right. So, oh, Sherry. So Sherry, okay, let's just do that. By Steve Perry. You familiar with this tune? I think so. All right. Well, you'll know it uh, when you hear it, I would imagine, especially if you're into 80s music at all. But it's from 1983. And the story behind this song is really cool, too. But I love Steve Perry's voice. Such a powerful voice. Such a distinguishable voice. He was the lead singer of Journey course everybody knows journey don't stop believing and you know blah blah blah
1: been gone, how made you feel should have been gone.
2: Only real solo hit, you know. After Journey split up and he kind of went off on his own, uh, he made a solo album, sold a million, sold a million records. But this was really the only song that did anything for him off that album. And the story behind it is so cool because he was married to a lady named Sherry at the time, and his bandmates were in the studio one night trying to come up with a hit song, and they were just brainstorming. They they kept hitting a wall. They couldn't come up with anything. And Sherry's down there, you know, hanging out with them, I mean, you know, drinking beers, doing whatever. And they're kind of like poking fun at her or whatever. And she decides to go to bed, so she leaves to go to bed. And they're all sitting around, like, "Oh, Sherry," you know, like, "Don't, don't be, don't be bad." And that's like how this song came to be. It's like literally them just saying, "Oh, Sherry," like, you know. So that's just like funny to me because I could picture like Steve Perry, and these dudes in the '80s, like, coked up, like, you know, trying to come up with the song. Uh, it's just a real fun image. But yeah, this, I mean, you'll hear a little bit on the episode, but I would i would make a note, Hannah, to look it up and check it out. But it's like, I mean, it basically sounds like Journey. So if you're familiar with the band Journey and any of their big hits, it's a very similar sound. Yeah. He didn't really he didn't really branch out too much. You know, you had the keyboards in there because it's the 80s, uh, mixed with guitar rock. And you get Oh Sherry, which is a great, and it's a really cool song too because it's like got those, and there's a lot of songs that do this, but it has like that really like slow um chorus where like everything else kind of stops and it's just his voice being uh on stage and then and then the rest of the song is like the bands in. So it has that really up and down tempo, which is really cool too. But I love this song, it's one of my favorite eighties tunes, and every time I hear it, I cannot skip this song. You will never now I'm gonna tell you, Hannah, there's a million songs that I love, but there's also a million songs I'll skip if I'm not in the mood. Right. right? Like, you know, that's great, but not right now, guys. Well, not Oh, Sherry. Like, I'll never skip that song. So please look it up, Hannah. I'm excited to see what you think about this one. You probably know it already. Though, yes.
0: I quietly listened to it while you were gushing oh, about okay. it. And I Perfect. definitely know the song. Okay, good, um, good. And it's very, very catchy. So, yes, totally, totally agree. It is a great song.
2: Oh, Sherry. All right. Oh, <laughs> Hannah. I should have picked a Hannah. There actually is a tune called Hannah. It was uh, Ray LaMontagne. I should have picked that. What? About, what's wrong with oh,
0: me? Opportunity oh, well. missed.
2: Oh well. All right. So you got a great <laughs> list going over there, and uh, I'm a big fan of a couple of your picks. You'll find out why here in a moment. But what is your number one?
0: Okay. I'm. I was very. I really was convinced that you were going to pick this as your number one as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm happy that I get a gush about this by myself just because it's so amazing. This one was the first song that I thought of and it pretty much immediately went to my number one spot and then it was like, does Jolene top this? And then over and over again in my brain, I was like, no. So this song is Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac. I firmly believe that some of the songs on Rumors are the best ever written, but this is a single and then they did, like, a remaster uh, on their Don't Stop 50-Year kind of reunion album. But every version of Rhiannon is perfect, in my mind. Yeah. I've seen Fleetwood Mac live. It's Perfect. the way it's performed live is just so phenomenal, and there's just such a power to the song. It's such a strength in Stevie Nicks' voice, and I, I just find it so great. And I can listen to this over and over again. This and dreams, and that is yeah. not because of the dude that longboards and drinks cranberry juice. Um, <laughs> I've just been a fan of Fleetwood Mac for a, for a long, long time, and um uh, yeah. Rhiannon's one of my favorites, and I. I remember her singing this song with taylor swift and taylor yeah. uh, you know the, there was a lot of critics that were like not a fan of that version and they were like kind of going to town on taylor but the no the positive, you're kidding uh, yeah but you're gonna <laughs> love this because the positive of that was she wrote mean pretty much in response to that whole yeah. criticism so it worked out for her i mean she's I, i'd say she's doing pretty well um, yeah, I was. I was actually. I'd say gonna, we don't I need gonna, to worry about her.
2: <laughs> I was uh, actually gonna. I was actually gonna mention the Taylor collaboration. I was like, I don't want to cloud her pick, but should I just <laughs> gush about Taylor Swift for the you next know what's five minutes? Funny,
0: I feel like I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna bring up Taylor when we talked about Kanye, but I was like, not too soon, not a good time. Yeah. Um, but here we are, full circle. But back hey, to Rihanna, just a, a great song. I love that it's like based off of like this. It's like Norwegian or something like witch story, and it's just right. very like dark and fun. And then American Horror Story brought it back, and I, I absolutely love Stevie Nicks. I think she's like the one of the best people on the hum- uh, planet Earth. Rhiannon's my number one.
2: That's a great pick. Great pick. I. It was on my radar as well. Stevie Nicks has got to be, you know, one of these days I want to do like our top five female voices, you know, mm-hmm. like female singers. And mm-hmm. I, I I, have a feeling that Stevie Nicks would, would make an appearance. I, I love her raspy kind For of. For sure. It's just a natural voice. You know, she's not trying to do anything extra. She's just basically singing, you know, and she does such an amazing job at it. So I think it's a great pick. It was on my radar and uh, I don't know I guess Hannah I guess I didn't know you were a Fleetwood Mac fan I didn't know that till right now so that's really oh, refreshing yeah. I'm a really big exciting.
0: big Fleetwood Mac fan even like pre Stevie and Lindsay like I, I liked all the, even their blues albums w- were great but Stevie and Lindsay Fleetwood Mac is, is, is my go to for sure yeah, I probably yeah. I think my Spotify was like Wow, you were very aggressive. You're like in the top 1% of people who listen to Rumors and you should probably like go get a life. But I will <laughs> right. never stop listening to Rumors because it's so immaculate.
2: Yeah, that's good times. Uh, Silver Springs, probably my favorite <laughs> Fleetwood so good. Love that song. Love that song. Would you say Rihanna is your favorite tune of theirs or just because it fits on the name category?
0: I personally will fight to the death in my belief that Dreams I think is the best song ever written. Like period. All right, um okay. so I'd say Dreams, Gold Dust Woman's up there, Silver yeah. Springs is up there. Rihanna's definitely up there. But yeah. yeah, they all kinda interchange beneath Dreams in a ranking every every day, every other day.
2: Well, it's a great pick and I'm I'm glad Fleetwood Mac got a little bit of love on the show tonight for sure. Yeah. Alright, so my number one's a little bit of a plot twist on your number two because okay. You had chose Jolene by the incomparable Miss Dolly Parton at number two, so I almost feel bad, but my number one is my favorite cover song of all time, if I had to say, and it's by The White Stripes, and it's their version of Jolene that came out in 2004. Jolene, Jolene. Yo, smile. So, I mean, for all the reasons you mentioned about the original, but Jack White, I'm just a fanboy of. I just feel mm-hmm. like he is, you know, similar to kind of my diatribe earlier on Amy Winehouse. He's just such an inherent artist that, you know, anything he touches or gets, gets involved in is just immediately art. I mean, you know, <laughs> doesn't have to do anything. It's just like one thing, and it's like, oh my God, that's gonna live on forever. That's amazing, great. So. <laughs> Jolene Now, the reason this song is so impactful for me Is because I keep mentioning my sister But we used to go to live shows together all the time And in the early 2000s We went to see the White Stripes At House of Blues Which is a pretty I don't know if they have them out in Cali uh, But here they're really small It's like maybe I don't know Maybe you get a couple thousand people in there But Mm -hmm. it's not big It's like a club setting And we saw the White Stripes And I had never heard Dolly's version Okay Oh wow well, at least I should say, it's possible that I heard it, but I'm saying I wasn't like in my zeitgeist, you know what I mean? Like I didn't remember it or like whatever. So they play this song and me and my sister are both like, what the hell is this? This is the most amazing thing I've ever heard because we knew their whole, we knew all the White Stripes tunes. You know what I mean? Like we could sing every one, we're the people in the front row like singing every lyric, you know? Yeah. So they, they do a cover of Jolene and it's Jack White by himself pretty much. And we're like, what is this? This is amazing. And so we leave there, we start, you know, searching for it. We try to figure out what it is. We finally find it. We're like, Oh my God, we find these like clips online where, where they're singing it in different concerts and stuff. And we just got so attached to that song because obviously it's a great song, but also it was just cool at the time because it was like the one white stripe song that like nobody knew. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And me me and my sister like knew it, you know, and we would, uh, we felt cool in that way. And then, They released uh, Hello Operator, which was a single off of their uh, DJ Still album. And uh, their version of Jolene was a B-side on that album or on that single. And we got it and we owned it and I still own it to this day. I I love Jolene, generally speaking, and I love Mm -hmm. how the White Stripes and Jack White were true to the original. They didn't change any of the lyrics because he's a male singing it, obviously. Didn't change any of the lyrics and stayed true to Dolly's version. And it's word for words the same. It's it's just a rocking version of the song. It's also sang very from like a very haunting kind of dark place too. Yeah. Which I'm not I'm not taking anything away from from Dolly's version, but her version was much more like jubilant. You know. Sure. They sing it from kind of a dark, haunting place, and it just turns it. just morphs into this just rocking tune. It's one of the greatest covers ever, in my opinion. Uh, not one of the most popular ones because you know it didn't you mm-hmm. know chart. Chart or anything like that, but yeah, Jolene by the White Stripes is my number one. So two different Jolene <laughs> tonight.
0: Really are good. Are though. you a fan of this version? I I, I freaking love the White Stripes. I love the White Stripes. Um, I I wish they would just come back for like a really quick reunion tour so I mm-hmm. could just see them because I never had the pleasure of doing it. But Jack White is is phenomenal, and I also love this cover because Dolly Partner herself was like. This is the one of the best I've ever heard, which is really cool because I can imagine she probably sees a billion of those and is like, oof, these are not great. So that's super high praise. And I think that's really cool. But um, I think Jack White, I'm with you and that like he can really do no wrong. And have you seen that documentary? It's like him and Jimmy Page and The Edge. They just talk about their creative uh, process. Uh,
2: no, I heard about it. I haven't seen that yet. It's really good.
0: It. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but it's definitely worth a watch. Okay, it's super interesting. But yeah, I'm with you. I I love it, and I I would have never guessed this would be your number one. Like specifically this cover, but I think that's super cool and super um unique and two different Jolines, but very very different I know. styles. I know
2: that's crazy. Uh, a little insider info, too. I've mentioned on the show many years ago, but uh, my daughter, her name's Madison, but I tried to do Jolene. My, my ex-wife didn't go for it, so just so you know. <laughs> and if Madison's listening, I've told her the story. She's like, why is it my name Jolene? I'm like, I don't know. If I I told your mom. She didn't want to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> she doesn't like Madison. You know, you
0: tried. Uh,
2: but Madison is after The Mermaid and Splash, so I told her that. But,
0: <gasps> I love know. that movie.
2: Yeah, me too. All right, so why don't you round out your top five? Just remind everyone what you had in your top five there.
0: Okay, so at number five, we had Otis by Jay-Z and Kanye West. Number four, we had Eleanor Rigby by The Beatles. Number three, we had Valerie Covered by Amy Winehouse. Number two, we had Jolene by Dolly Parton, which, by the way, she wrote Jolene and I Will Always Love You in the same day. I'm just throwing that out there so people will be amazed. Um, And coming in at the number one spot forever and always is Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac.
2: Love it. My number five was Brandy. You're a fine girl by looking glass. My number four was Jack and Diane by John Mellencamp. My number three was also Valerie. I absolutely cannot <laughs> believe that. I'm like, that just flabbergasts me by Mark Ronson and Amy Winehouse. My number two was Oh Sherry by Steve Perry. And my number one was the White Stripes cover of Joe Lean. So we're going to head over to social media in a minute, Hannah, because I've seen some and I haven't seen some, but I'm going to see what the fans had to say about their songs containing names. But before we do that, I have five honorable mentions here. How about you? What do you got for honorables over yeah. there? Do you want to shout
0: um, out? Let's see. I, I had a pretty good list. These I kind of went, oh, I strayed a little bit away from just this direct name. But I, I had um, Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. I had Django Jane, which I, I didn't, couldn't decide if that counted. But it's by um, Janelle Monae, which is a phenomenal song. And um, mm-hmm. I kind of axed that one off the list because I felt like Django even though that is technically a name. I don't know if they meant it in that sense for that title. So didn't count okay. that one. So that was I an gotcha. honorable. Okay. Jack and Diane's in mine. Keanu Reeves by Logic. Great song. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: uh-huh, uh, yeah. Benny
0: and the Jets. And then I had Mustang Sally as well. So kind of cheated in my my honorables. But those are them. Oh, and then uh, Drew Barrymore by SZA. Amazing That's song. a good
2: one too. That's a good one too, yeah. Uh, so let's see. So my number six now... I want to I want to come clean a little bit. This song would have been higher in my top 5. It probably honestly would have been like my 3 or 2. Mm. But I I put it in my honorables cuz I've been talking about it so much lately. <laughs> like for some reason this song has been coming up on my podcast a lot lately. And it's also been featured on my Patreon series where I count down my favorite songs of all time. So I just wanted to kind of give a little variety. But anybody that's a regular listener of my show is going to know that I love this song. And they're going to be like, where where was that song? Well, here it is at number six. But it's a song called Joey by Concrete Blonde. A song that came out in 1990 um, about a woman who is basically in love with an alcoholic, basically. I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. And it's a very torturous and melancholy tune, but it's pure 90s. It's a really, it's it's a 90s time capsule. But Joey is a great song. Now, here we go. Number seven, I got to put Taylor. Any, I got to put Taylor in here. So Tim, Tim McGraw. Okay, Of
0: course from, you do.
2: From Taylor Swift. I mean, come on, she's <laughs> talking about high school love and listen to Tim McGraw and out. I mean, come on, it's perfect. Um, I also had to put at my number nine would have been... I'm sorry, my number eight would have been a song called Jamie by Weezer. And hmm. what, I, I do love this song very much, but my wife's name is Jamie. And I used to kind of play this song for her when we got together. Like, uh, Weezer wrote a song about you and kind of did a stupid <laughs> thing or whatever. And uh, But it's a great like grunge rock tune from the 90s if you want to check it out. And then speaking of rock tunes, my number nine would have been a song called My Michelle by Guns N' Roses, which was on Appetite for Destruction. And then, well, we you know, me and you both love Elton John, so you know I have Levon, the oh, number 10. Oh, yeah. Rounding out my top 10 there. So, nice. Uh, Sir, Sir Elton John. All right, I'll tell you what, that's our uh, songs featuring names in the title. So we're going to head over to Facebook and open up the old suggestion box, Hannah, and see what the fans had to say. And they had a lot to say, all right, over on the, <laughs> <laughs> over on the Facebook page. Let's see, uh, Haley Gray, you know her. She says Molly by Little Dicky. I don't oh, know that yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Do you know that one? I don't Little know Little
0: Dicky is a great, <laughs> great, and if you haven't seen the show, Dave, amazing watch.
2: All right, I'll check it out. Uh, Aaron, a friend of the show, says Jeremy. That's a golden Pearl Jam.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: totally bypassed g- that one. I did, too. I thought about it. Yeah, I, I don't know why I missed that one. Uh, Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith. Nice. Billie Jean, Hey Jude, there's another Beatles tune. Oh,
0: yeah. Yep.
2: And and Roxanne by The Police. That's
0: okay. Good. So, oh, that reminds me, Full Circle. So I haven't even shared the song that I heard downstairs. It was Rio. And I uh, was Duran-Dran. like, what is this? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I know exactly yeah. what this is.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, we have, there's so many. You can't put them all on your list. Uh, Josh Ragland said, Melissa by the Almond Brothers. Crazy Mary by Pearl Jam. That's a good one. Jane Says by like. Jane's Addiction. Yoshimi Battles the Pink robo- uh, Robots by Flaming Lips. Great tune. Tyler by the Toadies. Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Mr. E's Beautiful Blues by the Eels. Nice. Mario, a patron and friend of the show, says, Lucy in the Sky and Help Me Rhonda.
0: Nice. Good ones. Hey.
2: Yeah, for sure. This is also a really good one. We were just doing names, but I feel bad for not including this, honestly, because it's such a great song. But Sister Christian by Night Ranger is a shout-out by Joey Austin.
0: Nice. Do
2: you, you know Sister Christian? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Great tune. Great tune. Uh, Michelle, patron of the show, says, Mickey and Come On Eileen, two 80s tunes.
0: Both good ones.
2: Yeah, I agree. There's so many here. All right. Patron Chris Yanny says, Stan by Eminem. That's a good one. We didn't do any m M&M and tonight. We didn't. Hannah. Uh, Billy Jean, Captain Kelly's Kitchen by the Dropkick Murphys, Ophelia by the Lumineers. Oh,
1: yeah. And, yeah. and
2: he says Adam's Song by blink 182 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. David Powell, also a patron of the show. Now, he says Mandy by Barry Manilow, which I had read I feel like that Mandy was inspired by... By Brandy, the one yes. that I named, or it was vice versa. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I think that's correct.
2: He's got David. You gave me so many, bro. He's got like fifty here. <laughs> let me let me go through the ones that we did not mention. Okay. Um, oh, how about Jenny by Tommy Tune Tone eight six seven five three zero nine.
0: Oh heck yeah. Uh,
2: what else has he got on here? He's got uh, Martha by Tom Waits, uh, Captain Jack by Billy Joel. And Marie is the name of my latest flame by Elvis. Joey Austin also mentioned Daniel by Elton John. My buddy Godfrey says Renee by The Lost Boys. Are you familiar with that 90s hip hop tune? Hannah?
0: I don't think so.
2: I love Renee by The Lost Boys. It's uh these like gangster rappers called The Lost Boys. Because yes. they were right in the height of like that Tupac Biggie era. And they do this song called Renee that's like a love song. Uh, but it, it's funny because they're so like gangster yeah you know I mean? maybe they're like doing this they're like doing this love rap tune I need to listen uh, to
1: this but immediately. it's
2: it's, it, it's good though it's good. Sam Hurley has got some good ones he's got Reagan by killer Mike Arabella by the Arctic monkeys a whole lot of Rosie by ACDC nice. Angie by the Rolling Stones and no good Al Jode by hop along uh just a couple more here. Uh, Sarah Smile by Holland Oates says Doug from Good Times Great Movies. That's a good nice. one. Nice. And then Dan Roski, patron and friend of the show. We will end with his feedback. Now, this one was probably my number 11 or 12, but Judith by A Perfect Circle. Are you a fan of them or Tool?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't say huge, but my fiance is a very big Tool fan.
2: Yeah, Judith almost made my top 10. It was initially in my top 10 and got bumped out.
0: Yeah, really
2: good he song. also He also says Jimmy by Tool. Uh, Casey Jones by The Grateful Dead, Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin, mm. mm-hmm. The Wind Cries Mary by Jimi Hendrix, and Pearl Jam's Jeremy. So there you go. Nice. So thank you, thank you guys so much for the feedback. I think if anything's been proven on tonight's episode, Hannah, it's that there are a, literally a shit ton, a metric shit ton of songs <laughs> <laughs> featuring names. Am I right? that's oh, correct
0: we were so stupid in thinking this will be so difficult
2: yeah can we do this and then we did it but i i can't believe we crossed over technically on two if you count jolene that's kind of crazy
0: right
2: uh but that's exciting i like that i, I like that we're because the age gap always i feel like i'm losing touch hannah so anytime i can connect <laughs> with anyone under the age of like 30 i'm like oh god i'm succeeding great minds so think great. alike that's great all right so hannah's here boozy movies you're doing the tiktok thing uh we're wrapping up why don't you tell everyone and i'll put as much information as i can in the show notes as well but tell them where they can find you guys
0: yeah for sure uh you can still listen to all of our old episodes of boozy movies and hopefully new ones soon uh on anywhere you listen to podcasts uh, you can also find us on twitter at boozy Movies show you can find us on tiktok at boozy Movies show as well and you can see, you know, cocktail recipes. We we have a lot of fun over there. Do a lot of movie stuff. Uh, if you need movie or documentary suggestions, so find us find us on TikTok, which I feel like is the weirdest thing I've ever said, but um, that's where <laughs> we're at now.
2: Five <laughs> me on TikTok. That's okay. You're fine. You're you're connecting to that younger audience. That's great. That's right. I think that, I think that's great. I wish I could do TikTok. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll get it. I'll get into it now yes. for you. Alright, well that's it guys. Uh, Hannah, I want to thank you so much for being here. It it was a hoot and it's always a blast when you come on. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, so great. Thanks, Gerald.
2: Absolutely. Alright, we will be back next week guys with another Top 5 and another Pee on the Pod. Take care. We'll see you then.